Welcome to the Connor Andrews Show Podcast for pro plumbing and heating. Yesterday on the show, was it? About, I think it was around this time, wasn't it? We had the guy on that has spent between him and his wife more than twenty thousand dollars on in-app purchases for a game they play on their phones, and a lot of people were like, twenty thousand dollars? How dare they? Because we all like to judge. But then everybody started texting and phoning and talking about their collections, their passions. Uh, this Actually, I got a follow-up text here this morning. It says, Garner, I think my friend Jessica called you yesterday and told you about my sneaker collection. She said it was worth about $50,000. She was off by a bit. I've only got about $30,000 tied up in running shoes that I will never wear. Haha, ha. it's my hobby, though. I don't spend money on cars or drinking. It's all about the sneakers. Okay. That would drive me nuts, having a brand new pair of shoes that I didn't wear. You just keep them in the box and put them in the closet. I'd go crazy. Uh, hello there. Hi, Garner. Hello. I love your show. Oh, well, thank you. I, I love your show. <laughs> I phoned in today because I have a passion. And your passion is? I have over 50 tattoos. 50 tattoos. Yes, and people look at me like I'm wasting my money, but actually I'm not. I'm not spending nearly as much as some people I know who are doing a car payment or a mortgage. <laughs> well, but the difference is between a mortgage, you can live in a house or a condo. You can't live in your tattoos. So I don't think that's a fair comparison, and I'm not judging your passion either. No, but I'm not in debt. No. I have no debt. I am putting it on my body, but I'm barely spending $300 a month on tattoos. How where, uh, How many? You said 50? I have at least 50. started when I was in my early 40s. I got one for a birthday gift, and then it just kept going from there. Where are you running out of real estate yet? No, not yet. I still have quite a bit left. Are they in places where you can cover them all up if you want to? Oh, yes. Yes. I've been very smart. So if I change my job profession, I can cover them up. I don't even look like I have tattoos when I cover up. Nothing on your forearms? No sleeves? I have my arms almost covered. After I'm done the top, I'm going after the legs. The leg? That's a weird spot for tattooing. That can not go bad. If, and... No, not if you do it the way I'm thinking of. A cherry blossom tree from the ankle all the way to the hip. And certain uh, artwork, it looks very sexy on a woman with long legs. I think what you, like what you described though, I think when you're getting your legs done, it has to be a, a one, like a continuous piece. It has, it to, has be, to be a piece. You can't just have it looking like fridge magnet. Yes. And I find that a lot of the times when you see legs and not just women, men and women, it ends up looking like a fridge with a bunch of, hey, look, Niagara Falls. Oh, there's the Tasmanian devil. Yeah, I have friends like that, and it's like, did you not think about that? No. Well, that's what I did with my sleeves. I made certain my sleeves and my arms are done professionally and done artistically, so I don't look like, oh, I'm a fridge magnet. I walk around like a fridge. What? Uh, how much money do you think you have tied up in tattoos? Probably over 2000 now. Oh, that's not bad. That's not bad. I have one arm that's maybe $1,000 after I did my sleeve. So a lot of people think I am blowing probably 1000 a month, but I have a very good tattooist, and he's an absolute sweetheart. Have you ever done that move where you just walk in and you're like, I feel like getting a tattoo, and then you just pick something off the wall? Nope. 
I research. I make certain that, like, say my left arm is about my whole life, my spirituality, everything. My right arm is something totally different. But my left arm is dedicated to my father and my life. Well, remind me to not ask about your left arm if we're ever at a party. What's the right arm for? Um, my other one is very artistically done as well. There's quotations. There is flowers from one end to the next. Okay, Aaron, thank you. I appreciate the phone call. What's your passion? What is it that people don't understand about you? Garner! My name's Garner. My nose is running. That's how cold it is in here. It's free. It's weird because... You go out in the hallway and it's perfectly fine, but for some reason there's no heat in the studio this morning. I'm going to go stand outside in the parking lot and warm up. Again, these are my problems. These are not your problems. I guess I'm just venting. Because you know what? You're a good listener. I did say earlier today, too, I'm surprised. I thought everybody who worked outside, I thought you all paired off at the beginning of every workday. Like you found a partner and you're like, Hey, will you be my booger buddy? You'll let me know if I got a, a bat in the cave, if you know what I mean? A booger buddy. I thought everybody did that. I always do that when I go skiing. It's like, hey, will you be my booger buddy? I'll be yours. Nobody's doing that, though. And it's pronounced booger. Thank you. Uh, let me grab this. Hi. Hey, I've got a couple cool passion stories. Okay, tell me about your passion, son. Okay. All right, so my two passions, I love comic expos and working out. But I try and spend as little money as possible on those two things. Do you ever wear your Comic-Con costume to the gym? Well, that's the thing. I don't even go to the gym anymore because it was like 50 bucks a month. So I got equipment from a garage sale. Sometimes I put steampunk goggles on my forehead when I'm lifting weights. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes you put what? Steampunk goggles up on my forehead. So you're into steampunk, but what is your what is your nerdy passion? What is your costume when you go to Comic Con? Well, we like going to the the wife and I like going to the expos, like Edmonton Comic Con and uh, Calgary. But is, is we, steampunk your thing? No, no, no. I'm just doing a Batman thing soon. But oh. I've done we we like superheroes, sci-fi. Like we did Star Wars, we did uh, Arrow. You, you know. should be. I mean, it sounds to me like you should be thrifty Batman. Let's get a black yeah. shower curtain. Oh, yeah. Some garbage paint bags a, for paint boots. Paint a mask on my face. Yeah, thrifty Batman. Okay, there there we go. That'll okay. be the next one. Hey, right I on can what? get one of those, hello, my name is Batman. <laughs> yeah, Stickers in case people aren't, of, it's not obvious of, to them what I am. Instead of the giant Batwing logo on your chest, just a, yeah, oh, I'm Batman. Yeah, just hello, my name is Batman. I like the way you think. This is good. Well, that's good stuff. Combining- so, yeah, it doesn't always have to be spending the money. Sometimes you can just save it, right? You know what you're doing? You're combining three passions. You're combining comics, you're combining working out, and thriftiness. Nice. Just a cheap rip nerd, I guess. Yeah. Maybe you should start a new su- superhero. Frugal Man. Maybe his last name is Frugalman. And he becomes Frugal Man. Ooh. Another million dollar idea. I should not have said that on the radio. Oh, I know somebody's already drawing it, aren't they? Hmm. I want credit. The Garner Andrews Show Podcast. Garner! Hey, Garner. Hello? Hey, um, as far as Frugal Man goes? Yeah, my idea for a new superhero, a guy who really knows how to save money. 
That was already done in Superman Lives back in the mid-90s when Superman died from Doomsday. What? One of the replacement Supermans was a guy who literally just had his clothes on, underwears on the outside of him, and he had like a uh, like a towel just like barely pinned onto him. Did he call himself Frugal Man? No, he he tried Super. He literally called himself Superman. Oh. He saved. Uh, he saved. What did he do? He saved. He saved a kid from like the most non-threatening environment, but he also saved puppies that were being drowned. It was in the. This was in one of the Superman movies. No, no, not a Superman movie. It was in the Superman comics oh. when Su- it was in the Superman Live series okay. when they came up with four replacement Supermans. One was Bionic. One was. Black, one was um, Superboy, and the other one was like the electric Superman. Superboy? Yeah, Superboy hmm. came back for a little bit there. Um, yeah, but I'm, I'm talking about a guy, maybe his name is uh, Murray, Murray Frugelman, and he's a mild-mannered accountant, and then he becomes a superhero, and he simply, all he has to do is I hyphenate his last name, I didn't, Frugal Man, so instead of Frugelman, he's Frugal Man, and he... Helps people save money. This sounds like an ad campaign for a furniture store, actually. <laughs> it's turning into that, yeah. Yeah. Okay, forget about Frugelman. Just just make sure that you put it under Garnco and you can sell it that way. Yeah, okay. Hey, what's All your right. name? James. Have a good one, James. You too. Bye. Uh, even I'll admit that Frugelman is uh, just a terrible, terrible idea. Hey, they can't all be winners, right? Can't all be. Garner? Hey, Garner, how are you? I'm good. How about you? I'm really good. So I've got like, uh, you, you mentioned three things I need to address right before I called in. Okay. So the under, the, the inch gaunch, what, underpants thing? Yeah. We said, I was always taught it was inch with an I. Inch? Inch. Now, why, you know what? We should just throw away all of those terms. Let's all go with underpants. That's funny See? when you hear an adult say underpants. And that's what I actually say most of the time. Underpants, or when I'm being ridiculous with my children, underpantaloons. Okay. I like that. Yeah. They think it's hilarious. Um, the oysters thing. Oysters are gross in Alberta, because uh, how long did it take to get for them to get here? <laughs> Especially if you see the guy with the uh, blanket and lobster and seafood yeah. van. Like, he's out in the middle of nowhere in the mid-July the the scorching prairie and he's selling seafood and blankets and, like, and people who buy that stuff like do you want diarrhea because that's how you get diarrhea and number three i've seen the Pornhub truck oh my god that thing is horrifying so is it a guy it's like a sticker on there and it says it's so it's on so it's this big i can't remember it's just like a it's a big black truck um and on the back window of the, of the cab there's a decal that says Pornhub casting truck. And what does his, like, does, has his mother seen that truck? He clearly doesn't have a girlfriend if he has a truck like that. Uh, I always think about that when I look, I see what some people post on Facebook, and then I'm like, you're Facebook friends with your mom. Yeah. I can't imagine having that on my truck or even on my Facebook page or whatever. Yeah. But back, but like, now, now let's go back to ghosting. Like, if, like, I don't, like, if I showed up on a date with a guy, and that was the truck he was driving, I would turn around and walk away. Yeah, I think my wife like, would have done the same thing. Like, dust my hands. No, I don't care how nice a guy you are. You've got that truck. I'm. You're not getting anywhere near me. Goodbye. You know, thinking back to lobster, blankets, 
oysters, seafood. If only there was a truck that sold all of those things. You don't have time to go to the blanket store and the seafood market. Visit Lobster and Blanket Van. Just 15 minutes south of the city on the QE2. You know, over by that abandoned gas barn. You want to get some gas? Hey, tell us about your deals. Get the Led Zeppelin Blanket South African Lobster Tail Combo or the Wolf Bang at the Moon Blanket Alaskan King Crab Double Deal. Visit Lobster and Blanket Van today. Lobster and Blanket Van. Garner. Hey, uh, you're talking about uh, how much money people spend on stuff that they deem important that others do not? Yeah, yeah. What is, uh, I mean... uh, the, the guy that called the show yesterday created quite the frenzy, quite the stir, because him and his wife have spent more than $20,000 on an app for their phones, a game. <laughs> That's priceless. Yeah, what's That's your thing? That's excellent, man. I have over $73,000 worth of vintage stereo equipment, new stuff, stereo equipment. $73,000? That's a pretty specific number, Seventy-three. Well, I, I, for my insurance thing this year, oh. they want because of course it's insured. I've got apps going back to 1962, and I've got a, a Luxman amplifier, tube amplifier right now that I'm using to play your music on right now with the tuner. And they wanted to know how much it was, and I said around seventy-two nine. Do you collect vinyl too? Uh, no, not really. Uh, I had some vinyl, but I've got an Ornithon, uh turntable. It has two arms on it. That sounds pretty funky. Yeah? Let them know there's big money in stereo out there. Oh, I know there is. Shh, don't <laughs> tell anyone that, though. Okay, Gunner. Okay, bye. Uh, speaking of vinyl, the Edmonton Music Collector Show is next weekend. Okay? Not this Sunday, but the following Sunday. You can find out all sorts of information at online. Just Google Edmonton Music Collector Show and Sale. And it's not just records. It's CDs. It's cassettes. It's posters. Sometimes it's T-shirts. Listen to this. Garner, I collect concert T-shirts. No matter what concert, even if I'm not going, I will get someone to buy me the shirt. And I don't wear any of them. They are neatly folded and on shelves in my basement. Uh, yeah, I've heard of other people collecting concert t-shirts, but what is the, well, I guess this person just collects. Are you allowed to wear the shirt from a concert you didn't go to? Huh. What's the ruling on that? And with concert t-shirts too, now, like back in the day, you literally had to go to the concert to get the shirt. Now you can walk up to a kiosk in the mall and you can get a t-shirt that looks like you were at the concert. Garner! Garner! It's the Garner Andrews Show podcast! Podcast! I wish I was a Sonic Rocker winner. Everyone would be so proud of me. The Sonic Rock Door. It's a fairly new one. It sounds like this. It was Ben's turn this morning. He guessed Cold War Kids first. Nope. It's $100 a day week here on the Sonic Rock Door. So tomorrow morning at 8.20, we'll play for $202. You can hear the clip right now if you go to sonic1029.com. Tune in to the Garner Andrews Show weekdays at 8.20 to take your shot at the Sonic Rock Door jackpot. The Garner Andrews Show podcast. Podcast. Hey, Garner, just responding to the coffee question. Yeah, the question the person was asked in the job interview the other day is... It's break time. You decide to go downstairs and buy a coffee. Do you offer to buy coffee for everyone else? That 
Who would say no to that? I would say no to that. It's my break. They're telling you that it's a paid break, essentially. So no, I'm not wasting my time buying coffee for everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And honestly, like the uh, person who emailed the show, I don't offer either because it just gets too complicated. Because there's always that one person who they're they're like, they want sweetener, but they want one pack of sweetener and a sugar. Right. They want goat's milk. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. What's your first name? Kathy. So Kathy, between you and me, you don't offer to buy anyone coffee? I buy one person a coffee here and there, but no, I'm not. I do at work because I don't have paid breaks. How's that? (laughs) <laughs> okay. You're not walking around with like a little uh, waitress ape and with a notepad in it, right? Yeah, no. Calling your co-workers, hun. Okay. You have a good one. Thanks for this. Thanks, bye. <laughs> I got called hun in a restaurant a couple of weeks ago. Or was it deer? I can't remember. And it was weird, too, because the girl that called me deer was in her late 20s. I felt like I was a billion years old. And I kind of am. But that really hammered it home right there. Uh, Weird job interview questions. We can talk about that a bit on the show here this morning. Uh, No, we'll save that for... What? Oh, you can't... Somebody said that they got asked in a job interview, if you were any household appliance, what appliance would you be? I answered the shower. Well, that's not really an appliance. I got the job anyways. Okay, I don't know what I'd say. Garburator? Yeah, I'd be the garburator. That'd be a good one. I take care of problems. Garner! Uh, I read an email a little while ago from somebody. They were at a job interview the other day, and the question in the job interview, it confused them. It's confused all of us, actually. The question was, it's break time. You decide to go downstairs and buy a coffee. Do you offer to get coffee for everyone else? Who's going to say no to that in a job interview? That's going to make you look bad. But then a lot of people who work in this industry say, mm-mm, that's a question of character right there. Will you like... Because if you say yes, you offer to get everyone coffee, they just know that's BS, and they probably just immediately throw your resume into the circular file, if you know what I mean. They're probably looking for people to say no, or it depends. Anyway, go ahead, Sonic. Is this Garner? It is. Hi, Garner. I work in human resources. Okay, so what was the purpose of that question? This is why people hate human resources. That's a dumb, ridiculous question. I say, first of all, it would be the context of it. Is it a big team or a small team? What's the level of the position? But you said if you're going on a break, do you offer to go get people coffee? What, what, is, what is the point? How does that affect you doing your job? It's, this is why people hate HR when stupid questions like that come up. Oh, no, I can handle these questions. I just don't like it when you make us do Wemis when we work in an office. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Safety first. That's health and safety, though, Garner. Oh, oh, that's not your department, right? That's not my department, no. But I, for that question, that is pointless and useless. I mean, you just want the person to do grunt work? That doesn't sound very productive or how they'll do in the job at all. Like, okay. It's, okay. it's a bad question. Hey, now quickly, before I let you go, and you don't have to answer this question, but I just find people who work in HR... <laughs> I find your lives super complicated and awkward, but the uh, what is the most awkward conversation you've ever had to have with somebody? 
probably the question or the uh, the topic of um, body odor. Yeah, hygiene. Hygiene and shared workspace and having to uh, bring that up, or it's been brought to HR's attention that there's a situation. It's awkward. Do people it's, it's, get super defensive? I don't stink. You stink. Uh, not necessarily. I think more embarrassed. Do you see them just sort of kind of discreetly shrivel up in their chair and I was stop say, making eye contact with you? Yes. <laughs> I was going to say try and discreetly smell their own armpit, but <laughs> uh, well, maybe on their way back to their desk they yeah. might. Okay, thank you. I appreciate the phone call. We got to move on though. Four two three. 1029 is the phone number. You can text the show at 10029. We can talk about awkward job interview questions, baffling job interview questions. If you were an appliance, what kind of appliance would you be? That was one of the questions that I saw in the text machine here. Garner? Did the person say where this job interview was? They did not. Okay, so they said they were at a job interview, everything went well. And then on the way out the door, they're like, oh, yeah, one more question. What's 25 times 25? God. Yeah. They, I, would colli- I wouldn't be able to do that. They said, I completely crumbled, and I couldn't figure out a simple grade six level math question. So I said, did you get the job? And they said, I did not. And I think it's because of that. <laughs> well, that's fine if you, you know, if the, does it say where the job was? No, I because, can't Because, I mean, it's fine if the job is calculating rocket trajectory. But if, you know, it's fruit sales person, then no, that's not a great question. That's so random. What's 25 times 25? What? I couldn't do that. We both had to ask the internet. (laughs) It's 625, by the way. Yeah, totally knew that. Uh, Bryce, hang on a second. Hello? Um, You're talking about weird interview questions? (laughs) Yeah. If you were any appliance, what appliance would you be? A knife block. (laughs) The knife block. Ooh. (laughs) Why knife block? Because I don't want to be the person that cuts everything and does all the hard work, but I'll support you doing your hard work. Wow. <laughs> you you know what? I don't even have a job here, but you just got the job. <laughs> Can you be my knife block, please? Are you so, See, that sort of sounds to me like maybe you and I are similar in that... You like kind of being right there in the action, in the trenches, but you don't like confrontation. Yep. Yeah. The minute things start getting weird, I'll just go stand behind a plant in the corner. <laughs> hey, what's your first name? Renee. Renee, you are a blinding, brilliant ray of light. Thank you for phoning. <laughs> oh, but I'm not done my question. Oh, okay. So my mom, actually, she got this one. She had applied for an airline, and they asked her what kind of cloud she would be. Oh, totally. She. I hope she went with Cumulus. <laughs> I don't remember what her answer was, but I know she didn't get the job. Yeah. So. I feel like Cumulus is the only cloud most people know. <laughs> cumulus, Nimbus. What? Stratonimbus. Wow. I know nothing about clouds, apparently. Hmm. Not a cloud was a cloud. The only reason I know about clouds is that the running shoes I buy are always named after clouds. Every year there's Nimbus. Omni-nimbus. Oh. Stratus. I had no idea. Yeah. There's a whole world I have yet to explore. Uh, hang on a second here. I want to read you. I got asked why manhole covers are round in an interview. Easy. 
because if they were any other shape, they would fall into the hole. That's why they're round. What? Seriously. Did you know that? No. Everybody knows that that's why manhole covers are round. If they, if you made them square, they could, when you're going to put them back in, they could just fall right through the hole. I see. Hmm. Huh. I guess I haven't put that much thought into manhole covers. Garner. There's a lot I don't know. Yeah, listen to this one, though. Ooh, this is weird and dark. My future son-in-law was in the final running for his first big career job. He was brought in for a second interview, and one of the questions they asked him was, if you had to hide a dead body, where would you hide it? He actually got the job. True story, Cindy in Stony Plain. Who's asking these questions? I don't know, but I got my hiding spot all picked out. Was he asking because it pertains to the job, or was he asking maybe for some low-key advice? Ooh, can you do me a favor on your way out the door, son? (laughs) I got a pick. Been a bit of a pickle. Where would you hide a body? Speaking of pickles, you know where I'd hide them? But I'd I would hide the dead body by the gourmet olive kiosk in any grocery store. Again, because nobody ever goes there ever. And the smell of the olives would mask the smell of the body. True. Garner. I'm calling to talk about a, a weird experience I had for a job interview. Okay. About 30 years ago. 30 years ago. 30 years ago, I was applying for a job at a. Um, it was well. It was called Lumberland, so it was like Home Depot. Yeah, I don't even want to talk about your job interview at Lumberland. I just want to talk a little bit here about how difficult it would have been to have a job, like in an office job, thirty years ago, before the internet, before smartphones. Thirty years ago, I bet you both you and the interviewer are probably just smoking in the in the interview, <laughs> using politically incorrect and now outdated terms to describe people. Yeah, yeah, it was it was kind of like that. It's. I mean, I've been working for that long, but I think back to offices thirty years ago and people smoking at their desks and probably eating peanuts for all I know. Oh, and and drinking too. Yeah, alcohol. And yeah. Pulling open that file drawer and it's you yep. know got a bunch of booze in it. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I think to myself too, nobody had a computer on their desk. Like no. <laughs> you'd have a phone and a notepad. How did people, it must have been exhausting 30, 40 years ago to work in an office and have to pretend to be busy all day. How did you do that? <laughs> like I watch a show like uh, Mad, or is it Mad Men? Mm-hmm. That takes place in the '60s, and it's like you got a phone on your desk and a notepad. So, how do you kill? Like, where do you play Candy Crush? How do you? <laughs> how do you Those crossword puzzles and word searches? How do you creep on your ex's houseboat photos? Yeah, you you, you don't. There's a been, lot of gossip talk. It would have just and... been exhausting working back in the '60s. <laughs> we had to talk to each other. That what? was. That happened. There's none of this sitting down and looking through your horse blinders at whatever screens in front of you. Hmm. Okay, thank you. I appreciate that, Christy. I think the real heroes are people that worked 40, 50 years ago for the very reasons I just described. I mean, you can always kill a couple of minutes looking at your phone or something. You might get in trouble if you get busted, but at least you can escape for 30 or 40 seconds. There was no escape 40 years ago in an office. Ugh. Maybe you had that, those little clacky silver balls that swung back and forth. Maybe if you were lucky, you had that. Or maybe if you were really, really lucky, you had the pen that 
you turn it upside down and the woman's bikini fell off. But those were your only two sources of entertainment. You had that and backbreaking, soul-crushing work. That's all you had. The Garner Andrews Show Podcast. Garner. Music news you can use on Sonic 1029. Here's Bryce Kelly. It's Wednesday, April 18th, and this is the news. Pearl Jam have only a handful of tour dates in North America this summer. Chicago, Seattle, Boston, and Missoula, Montana. Why on earth are they playing there? Well, the reason is that their bass player, Jeff Ament, is from Missoula. He wants to play there and donate a bunch of the proceeds from that show to a whole bunch of local causes. Of course, Pearl Jam are working on a new album as we speak as well. Sonic. Speaking of touring, Foo Fighters kick off a huge tour tonight. This one's going to keep them on the road almost non-stop from tonight until the end of October. That is a long stretch, but it will include their triumphant return to Edmonton on September 4th. Sonic. And the nominees were announced for the Billboard Music Awards, and Imagine Dragons and Linkin Park got lots of love. Both those bands are nominated for Top Rock Artist, Top Rock Album, and Top Rock Song. Actually, Imagine Dragons have two songs nominated for Top Rock Song. Coldplay, U2, Portugal, The Man, 21 Pilots, and The Revivalists also got nominations. That's it for music news you can use. I'm Bryce on Sonic. Garner! Uh, I've heard from a couple of people now this morning that said they've conducted job interviews uh, where the candidate answers questions about themselves in the third person. Who does that? That'd be like me going to a job interview and somebody saying, hey, what is your greatest weakness? And then I'm like, Garner's greatest weakness is caring too much about work. Garner's greatest strength is blah, blah, blah. So if you're doing that, you need to stop that immediately. It's so strange. Go ahead. I was going to uh, see your third person interviewer and raise you a uh, sweaty, disheveled liar. Mm, do tell. I, I once uh, was conducting interviews and one of the candidates showed up 35 minutes late for the interview, didn't tell us that he was going to be late, was covered in flop sweat, uh, told us that he had just found his stolen car while walking over to the interview, and that was why he was late, and then proceeded to take the interview questions with a reference binder in front of him that he brought in so that he could answer the questions, which is a an absolute no-no, but the HR individual conducting, like leading the interview with me, sort of gave me the look that was, he doesn't have a hope, just oh. let him read the questions. So basically, he, when you asked the question, you know, if you were a tree, what kind of tree would you be? He had a section in his binder on trees, and he's like, I would be deciduous. Uh, except for he'd say, like, uh, Andrew would be deciduous. Oh, he did third person, too? On top of it. Oh boy, yeah. Okay, that's weird. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was one for the record books. Okay, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, we're gonna have to continue this tomorrow because everybody's been to a really weird job interview. I like talking. I like these stories. Some of them are just downright bizarre. A lot of praying before job interviews. Ever been in one of those where all of a sudden they do a little prayer? That could be uncomfortable. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Garner Andrews Show podcast. 
Check sonic1029.com for more. Hey, I'm Garner. This podcast was brought to you by Pro Plumbing and Heating, Edmonton's most trusted plumbing company. Trust them with your plumbing, but not your taxes.